Welcome to Dire Trip, where we deep dive into all sorts of spooky, horrific, or just plain weird crimes, lawsuits, and strange happenings all over the world. Without further ado, let's get into today's story. Did you know that the original editor of Attack on Titan was actually arrested for the death of his wife? Let's look into that. Attack on Titan is a series that really needs no introduction. It's a manga series written and illustrated by Hajime Isayama. It has gradually become one of the best-selling manga of all time, selling over 100 million books worldwide. Critics adore the series, awarding the author with several different awards over the years. It has, of course, become a very successful anime as well. Manga artists usually have editors that work alongside them, uh, usually throughout the entirety of the project, and some people would consider these editors to be like the uh, boss of the manga artist. The editor keeps the pace and makes sure that the author meets deadlines. They also work with the marketing and publicity side of the operation. The editor also does have a variable amount of creative control over the series, often giving advice and suggestions to the author. The editor will help with designs, fine-tune current designs, and overall smooth out the chapters. While overseeing production, they will often help the author get out of writer's block, offering up designs, opinions, and ideas related to the creation of the series. Some think of editors as a manager for a young, new talent. Today we're going to be talking about the first editor for Attack on Titan, Park Jung-hyun. Park is a Japan-born Korean man from Osaka. He went on to school and eventually graduated from Kyoto University's law department. He soon joined Kodansha in 1999 and became an editor for Weekly Shonen magazine. Kodansha is the largest publishing company in all of Japan. They produce many of the most popular manga magazines that release weekly and monthly all throughout the country. Over the years, Park would work as an editor for GTO and Seven Deadly Sins two series that remain very popular to this day. One of the magazines that Kodansha publishes is the Besatsu Shonen magazine, the monthly magazine that contains Attack on Titan, for which Park was hired to be an editor. He was considered to be a huge contributor to the success of the series, to the point where he was being considered for the position of editor-in-chief. In June of 2016, about a year before our incident, he left his work on Attack on Titan and moved to work in the editorial department for the weekly Morning magazine. When it came to his personal life, Park Jung-hyun was considered to be a nice, lovable family man. He was married to his wife, named Kanako, with whom he had a whopping four kids. Park was thought of as a talented man who would often dote on his kids. Upon the birth of his third child, he boldly claimed on Twitter that he had only slept with his wife three times throughout their marriage, and each time it resulted in a pregnancy. He even took paternity leave to help out with his kids. Now that might not sound that special, but it's actually pretty unheard of for a man in Japan to do. Unfortunately, there's a side to Park that the public never saw. His wife, Kanako, would say that, although he loved having the image of a doting father obsessed with his kids, he didn't actually contribute much to raise them, leaving her to do most of the work, even when he took time off to supposedly help with them. 
He took childcare leave from work, but he did not help with raising the children, Kanako would often complain. After the birth of their first child, she begged Park to quit his job and find something maybe a little less time-consuming. Park did not really like this idea, and it led to continued cases of domestic abuse that persisted well over a year. As Park got promoted and rose to higher and higher positions, he also started coming home later and later. This took a toll on his already strained marriage, leaving his wife and kids home alone for most of the time. Usually, Kanako and Park would break out into an argument as soon as he got home each night. Around 2.50 in the morning on August 9th of 2017, officers from the Komagome police station received a phone call from a man stating that his wife had collapsed. Rushing to the scene, they found Park's wife, Kanako, laying motionless on the ground, face up at the base of the stairs. Upon closer inspection, she had some light scratches on her face along with marks along her neck. She was rushed to the hospital, but she was pronounced dead about an hour later. An autopsy was performed, revealing that the cause of her death was suffocation from pressure applied to the neck. Park claimed that his wife had simply fallen down the stairs. However, he later changed his story, stating that she committed suicide by hanging herself from a handrail. He defended his story change by saying that he couldn't reveal that his wife had committed suicide in front of his kids. But, as he began to be suspected more and more, he changed his story once again, saying that he came home to find his wife standing motionless in the entrance, holding a knife in her hands. He continued to say that, in self-defense, he tackled her in order to stop her, possibly accidentally killing her in the process. Park would continue to flip-flop between his stories. However, it's widely believed that he most likely strangled his wife in a fit of rage during one of their many nightly arguments. Police were obviously unable to find enough evidence to rule the case as a suicide, leading them to launch a murder investigation. There wasn't a lot of information to go on, unfortunately. The kids, although having been home at the time of the incident, remained silent, possibly ordered by their father to keep their mouths shut. Investigators theorized that Park first strangled and killed his wife in the bedroom and moved her body to the bottom of the stairs afterwards. Six months after the incident, Park was arrested by the Tokyo Metropolitan Police on charges of murder. Park soon went to trial, during which the prosecution was looking to lock him away for 15 years, stating that he acted with clear, malicious intent to kill his wife. Park's defense argued that Konako had committed suicide, with Park vehemently denying that he had killed his wife. Park continued to stay employed throughout the investigation and trial. Kodansha remained silent, refusing to comment on the case in one way or another. When further questioned on why he kept changing his story, Park reiterated that he simply couldn't have stated the more grisly details in front of his kids. The judge refused to acknowledge the case as a suicide, citing those claims as unrealistic, while describing Park's crime as malicious. The defense continued to argue in Park's favor, claiming that a suspended sentence would be appropriate as Park would need to be around to raise his kids. Due to his kids, his risk of flight was also low, they said. 
They also didn't feel there would be any way he could destroy evidence if let free. However, the court ignored their propositions. The Tokyo District Court handed down an 11-year prison term to Park on March 6, 2019. He was denied probation. Later on down the road, some former co-workers at Kodansha would begin to kind of cast shade on Park, saying that he didn't really work all that hard on his projects. One even claimed that he would mainly duck out until it was time to publish an issue, where he would show up to give his okay on the publishment and then run off again. Whether this is true or whether they're simply trying to distance themselves from his tarnished reputation is unclear. There have been some influential people within the manga industry who have privately stated that this case is an embarrassment. The kids have lost their mother and now will lose their father in the prison system. By the time he's actually out, they won't even be kids anymore. From now on, they're living with Park's mother. Hopefully she will be able to hold out despite suddenly having to afford food for four more people. Park continues to try to appeal the case, still insisting that it was a suicide, getting rejected each time. When speaking about some of the themes in Attack on Titan, Park would go on to say, You could say that death is one theme of this story. Although there are a lot of deaths in this series, we aren't taking life lightly. Like a lot of other hit series, we aim to treat life with importance. Irony. Once again, this has been your host, Kyle. Thank you very much for listening to today's podcast episode. Feel free to look through my huge library of other stories if you found this one interesting, and be sure to be there for the next stories that come out each and every week. Have a good night.